Cozy with Matt and Jillian. We are a bi-weekly podcast about everything that is warm, soft, and comforting. That's a candle we reviewed a few weeks ago. That sound. Today, we'll be tingling your scalp with a scintillating discussion of the Internet phenomenon of autonomous sensory meridian response videos, otherwise known as ASMR. Joining us to discuss ASMR is writer and ASMR enjoyer, Sean Brewster. Welcome to the podcast, Sean. Hello, thank you. Okay, we're bringing up the volume now. Okay. okay. Right, Sorry, so we're gonna we're gonna kind of like raise the volume a little mm-hmm. bit, you know. It's a little less. That was very good. Tingling was that good? That was so calming. Should I have twenty million YouTube subscribers now? Yeah, I should. That sh- I should make that my job, right? That was really good. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, I feel like ASMR sort of blew up all of a sudden in the last couple of years, and it came to me in the form of like Twitter videos. Like, there's that like one ASMR person who's like chewing gum and cl- like typing on a keyboard, and from that, I was like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And then you fall down the rabbit hole of like ASMR. And yeah. it's crazy how huge this community is and how many people rely on it to fall asleep, which is why we're talking about it on our cozy podcast. Yeah. It makes people feel cozy. It makes you feel cozy. It makes me feel cozy. I've fallen asleep countless times to ASMR videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so, so glad that it's like such a big thing this past few years. Yeah, it's an interesting um, topic. I've never heard about it before. So when Matt told me about it, I was... Definitely, you know, intrigued and... And skeptical. You're like, what uh, the hell is that? Yeah, yeah. at first I was a little skeptical (laughs) because I wasn't sure how I was going to parlay into coziness because I I don't know, I felt like I was a... uh, I felt like I put my murderer voice on when I did it. But, you know, I I guess a lot of people use it to fall asleep, which is what intrigued me about it because so many people do have issues falling asleep. And so if it's used in that way, that's definitely cozy because anything that can put you to sleep is usually cozy. (laughs) I think that's a pretty good rule of thumb, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now I feel like I'm so loud. (laughs) Now that I'm not whispering. Oh, I know. It's so fun to talk in that cadence. I feel like the reason there are so many ASMR producers who make those videos are because it's really fun to talk in a pausey, that's a good descriptor, posy, uh, <laughs> whispering way. Yeah, but did it like did it hurt your voice at all, or was it? No, fun? it felt great. Okay, because I, I really just like, like dig into every syllable. Okay, hmm. it was it was very enjoyable to listen to. I'm oh, going to listen back to this. Wonderful. And fall asleep to the intro. Over <laughs> and over yeah, the tinkling was. I'll nice. just yeah, I'll send you a clip. You can just put that on <laughs> repeat. So we're gonna do a deep dive into the weird and wacky world of ASMR. Mm-hmm. And before we do that, though, we're gonna go through our regular segments which are what's making us feel cozy this week and also then the cozy location. So let's start with what's making us feel cozy this week. So I had originally something different for what's making me feel cozy this week, but an incident yesterday made me change my pick. Um, So I think small acts of kindness is very cozy. Okay. Just people being nice to one another. Um, Yesterday we got a large... Portable air conditioner delivered. You did to it. The part- well, we, we, we I don't want to we- get into it. But <laughs> I'm not very happy about it. It was my partner and I split it halfway, so we both spent like 191 dollars each, and we have a lot of travel coming up, so I wasn't really thrilled about it. But 
apparently it was so hot she couldn't take it anymore this past week. So now, now we're releasing our resentments. We're going back to the original run of episodes. But anyways, we got it, and it's a whole nother thing because it's so cramped in our bedroom that the way we positioned it, the air is blowing into the dresser, so it's not like <laughs> circulating. So we ended up turning on the fan last night. So I'm like, it's a whole thing. But, but, you, but you'll have the coldest clothes. Like, do you just like yeah. put on a new shirt so it's feel good in the morning? So yeah, yeah so that was a, a whole little thing. But anyways, um, it's so heavy, and the person didn't bring it up to our door on the second floor. And so I was working, and she's like, oh, it was delivered. You have to, you know, watch over it. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to sit with my laptop and, and write while in the in the heat while I'm watching this, you know, air conditioner. And so I was not happy about that. And our little neighbors, they're like teenage boys. Um, I guess they saw me lurking around the air conditioner because it's near their this place, actually, next to their apartment. And they came out, and they're like, oh, can we help you? And... They actually, both of them, actually, it turned out to be our little neighbor and his boyfriend, which I, that's another little thing that I didn't know, so that's was sweet. And so they both carried it up the stairs um, and just were so kind about it. And it saved me an hour of sitting outside in the heat, riding in the blaring sun next to an air conditioner. So it's just so sweet, and they didn't have to do it, and it was just wow. nice. Yeah. How, how old are they? I think they're in like a fresh, I would guess a freshman or sophomore in high school and they're always helpful to us. And it just made me feel nice, good inside to know I have such sweet neighbors and that little whippersnappers. Yeah. Did you give them like a quarter and some pieces of hard candy? (laughs) (laughs) Well, my plan is I'm going to get them a gift card to somewhere. Because it just was so nice, and it saved me. a gift card to, like, Mickey's and WeHo or something. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't sure what to do because they're they're in that weird stage. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're like, that weird stage where they're high schoolers, so it's not like a big bag of Skittles. I thought maybe Starbucks, because a lot of high schoolers, I think no matter what city you're in, hang out at Starbucks. It's like an old stomping ground after a movie hang out from Starbucks. I don't know. Or if they play, like, Fortnite or something, you give them a gift card for, like, iTunes. Yeah, but... I don't know, small acts of kindness, especially when you're just having a stressful or frustrating yeah, absolutely. few days. It's just nice and comforting, and they're so sweet. Yeah. Because I don't think I would have done that as a teenager or now. Right. Like, that, I, I felt like an help. old lady, too, like these two young boys, like, ma'am, can we help you? And like, <laughs> <laughs> But... Uh, that's that's sweet. really sweet. They did that. That's yeah, wonderful. That's sweet. That is that is truly cozy. We should all be doing more small acts of kindness, but I'm kind of yeah. like Sean, too, where it's like, I'm worried I'll... I don't know. <laughs> I just I feel like it's so awkward. I go to people even if I want to help, I'll, I'll offend them or something. Even yeah. just re- like offering myself. That's what I tell myself probably to avoid. Yeah, I'm too other shy people. to be nice. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but when I do see like stories about like you know this will restore your faith in humanity. Those are, I mean that that does make me feel comforted because yeah. it gives me hope. Which I guess yeah. it's a yeah. it restores yeah. your faith in humanity. It does. Well, I read yeah. a long yeah. Twitter thread just last thing about ludicrous buying dog food for this woman at Whole Foods. This is a really long thread and apparently her husband just died. Like human food? (laughs) (laughs) She, I guess, has I don't know, fosters a lot of dogs and he just bought her dog food. You're making laughing at me. I see you. (laughs) He's snickering at me. I I like the idea of him just buying the dog food for her. (laughs) Well, he's ludicrous. Yeah, yeah, that is so ludicrous. (laughs) Yeah, I I was surprised to see him in that scenario, but I guess he has a heart of gold, ludicrous. <laughs> oh, he's not so ludicrous after all. <laughs> he's ludicrous. <laughs> What's making me feel cozy this week um, is an event that Julie and I attended at the Beverly Hills Public Library 
a couple of weeks ago um, that our listener and and friend Alonzo Duraldi um, let us know about, which was a Cozy Midsummer Night's Mystery, which was a Q&A with four Cozy Mystery authors. It was Ellen Byron, Kate Carlisle, Daryl Wood Gerber, and Linda O. Johnston. And it was a really wonderful evening. Like we got to talk to the authors and um, I really loved their responses around like, you know, what, what do you, if you're an aspiring uh, writer of Cozy Mysteries, what do you do? And yeah, and also just like kind of the backstory for like the, the thought process behind, you know, where they set their novels, like the, the publishing process, like the pressure they get mm-hmm. from the publishers to produce and how fast they have to churn these out. And it was really interesting and, and wonderful. And it was great to engage in the cozy mystery community in person. What made me feel, what was heartwarming to me was seeing how excited this right. group was. It was, there were some concerts and waiting for this all, all year or something. And they were just so excited to ask questions. One of the librarian assistants actually had to shut one one down because she kept on trying to ask questions. And it was really sweet. Just also, I think technical difficulties at these type of events are always a little bit cute and cozy. It's just people, the like women not knowing how to speak into their mics or just all that little stuff is funny. The audience trying to help them out, like move the mic over there, and yeah. it was like just let them speak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stop, one person stop, got stop very har- angry. Stop harassing the writers, but they were they were just trying to help. But it was it was really great, and I think for me, my favorite thing is that like I now have like several more Mm -hmm. cozy mystery series and authors I want to read. Like I'm really excited to read their books and hopefully we can talk about those novels on the podcast, maybe bring some of those people on fingers crossed to talk about their books. And, and so, yeah, it was great to engage in the LA cozy mystery community. It was, it was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, You found your people. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Beverly Hills library. Been for four years. (laughs) I had never been to that library. It's a beautiful library. It was really, really pretty, pretty art deco style. And I've said it before on this podcast and I'll say it again. The best used bookstore for cozy mysteries in LA because they have like a whole rack of paper, like paperback cozy mysteries and they're a quarter. You can't beat that. Wow, can't, one can't quarter. I've it, it's just amazing. Simply the best. Simply Better than the all the rest. <laughs> Sean, uh, what's making you feel cozy this week? Well, unsurprisingly, food. I went to dinner with a friend the other night and we ordered this. Uh, cornbread at this restaurant called Nora mm-hmm. in West Hollywood, N O R A H, and it was amazing. Like it was so good and so comforting. I the server <clears throat> came over and told us about things that she liked on the menu, and she basically said like it would be a travesty if you did not order mm-hmm. this cornbread. And it was so dramatic and like real that we were like, oh, okay, I guess we're gonna get that. Yeah. And, uh, that she nailed her audition the next day. She did. <laughs> Um, yeah, she also said that the pork chop, uh, had her heart, um, but that was $45. So we went with the $9 (laughs) cornbread and, uh, and I really like my friend had a bite of it first and she said like, this is amazing. And I was like, how amazing could it really be? It's cornbread. I mean, Mm -hmm. the cornbread is great, but I mean, yeah, to be honest, it's often so dry Yes, and you really need like a good gravy to go with it to really work. So this had, this was Made in a cast iron skillet. It came out in a little cast iron skillet oh. um, and came with a rosemary honey butter. Oh, that sounds really yeah. good. Yeah. That but, has my heart. <laughs> that has your heart? All right. I'm ordering it. 
Um, and the edges were like so crispy and then the, it was so warm and sweet and like it truly felt like a warm blanket being wrapped around my soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want more of it. It's a comfort food. Yeah, it is. And when done well, I think it's like the best thing. I think the name Nora is cozy too. Yeah, does, it is. Does Nora Jones own it? <laughs> she doesn't. Maybe she, I, you know what? I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but it is, it's like, very, it's like a sweet kind of motherly name. Is it a, 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 what type of restaurant is it? You know, it's sort of just like American, Got new it. American cuisine. I don't know, like uh, not a huge menu, price seasonal. Um, hmm. And it was good. I yeah. put it on my list. Yeah, it sounds wonderful. That does I, sound I really love good. when food comes out in a skillet. It's so cozy. Yes, it is. It is, and it feels like theatrical. Theatrical and also just like home cooking. Like yeah. this is... Fresh off the oven. Yeah, so in the, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I can't, I can't even use the right phrase. Yeah. Good pick. Thank you. Now it's time to talk about cozy locations. My cozy location this week is Heidi Ho Comics in Santa Monica. Oh. And Jillian's like tilting her head <laughs> a lot. I, and I get it because. Oh, Heidi Ho. I know Heidi Ho. I think of Mr. Hanky from a South Park immediately, and that's not a great image. You know what I mean? The yeah. Christmas poo. No, it's not. I don't want to think no, about that. I don't want to think about that either. It's also just like not funny anymore. Like it was really funny in 2000, but like in 2018, <laughs> I don't think a Christmas poo is going to do it for me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Heidi Ho, but it's the oldest comic book store in LA or so they say. I mean, they could okay. be, I don't know. I didn't fact check that, but they right. say that on their website and it really is just a wonderful space. They have, obviously they have comic books. But they also have like a lot of like Funko Pops and other pop culture memorabilia. And the biggest thing, though, they have there is Magic the Gathering. Do you know the Magic the Gathering trading card game? Yeah, I remember watching other kids play it in yeah. school. It's I kind never... of like, I mean, Yu-Gi-Oh! or the Pokemon trading card game. It's all been modeled after this. Like the whole, the whole concept of the trading card game is like you're both wizards and you're casting spells to battle each other and kill each other which is cozy. Yeah. And they have this whole setup in the back where people can play this card game with each other and like do tournaments and, and drafts. And um, it's, you can pick up a free deck if you're new to the game. And it was this really wonderful atmosphere of people who are extremely passionate about this game just coming together. And this was the, the space for them to do that. And it just really felt like a, a strong community space around this particular trading card game, which I'm also kind of obsessed with. I, I played it in middle school. Never really got to play more of it because not a lot of other kids in my school did. Like, there was one other kid that played Magic. And so once we kind of grew out of it, there was no maintaining it. And But as an adult, like, because I work at a design and gaming school, I brought that back into my classroom as, like, a project students do. And so I play it with uh, high school students now, and I kind of got back into it. And now I'm, like, spending way too much money (laughs) on these trading cards. And so it was, like, a really cool thing to go into that store, see that community space, like, get some new cards. And I picked up some comics even. Like, I don't don't know what was happening. I was, like... You were just overtaken by the spirit. I was overtaken by the spirit. And it was, like, a version of myself that I wish I had nurtured earlier. But, like, I I don't really go to comic book stores when I was a kid Mm -hmm. very much, but... It's something I've always been interested in, but kind of felt intimidated by because I think those spaces, everyone's like an expert. And I'm, when you're new to it, like, I think they can kind of scare you. Yeah. Um, and so, but like, I feel like now that I'm 31 years old, I feel like I'm ready to really to, walk to, around to, <laughs> to take them on. So um, in general, yeah, like, I think I'm just going to go visit a ton of comic book stores and just like, you know, square up and yeah. ask them where 
the comics are that I should be reading. So yeah, that was that was my cozy location. Was there a nice shopkeeper there? There was. It was. He was very attentive and able to tell me. And I'm looking for because we 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 read the Rainbow Rowell. Um, oh yeah. Carry on. She's like a young adult author who is wonderful, and she's now writing the Marvel Runaways series. And so I've always wanted to like catch up with that. And it's like basically the idea of the Runaways uh, comic books is that it's the kids of supervillains and they discover that their parents are all a cult of supervillains and they like team up to destroy their parents. Oh. And so it's like teen rebellion and they have a velociraptor pet. And anyway, I was like, I kind of have to read this comic book series, especially now that's being written by Rainbow Rowell. So I picked that up and they were like 99 cents. They're all in the overflow. I hope Ben and you always <laughs> find up all the, the 99 cents. I know. Got to find all the deals. So that's like four times what you spend on a cozy mystery novel. So I know, right? And, and four times less the content. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's my cozy location. Heidi Ho Comics, Santa Heidi Monica. Ho. Nice. Hard to forget. <laughs> um, my cozy location is Greenport, Long Island. I was back in New York this past week or so, and we went out, my mom and my sister, uh, to Greenport, which as a little hot tip, if you ever want to go out to uh, Eastern Long Island as a tourist box, a lot of people do Montauk and the Hamptons, go to the other side where it splits off in the North Fork, and it's green, called Greenport, and has the oldest restaurant in the United States called Claudio's. So anything that's super old tends to be pretty cozy. And it's just a really nice town with a lot of cute shops, a lot of nautical trinkets in there, uh, cute coffee shops. It's so walkable. And it's not as crowded or overrun as a place like Montauk would be. So if you drive out to Montauk this time of year, it's just going to be overrun. And it's not going to probably be a good or cozy time. So if you're out there in the summer, go to Greenport. Just a lot of historic spots. It reminds me of a little bit of New England in a way, like a cute New England town you just stumble upon. So it's a nice spot to go. Yeah, you can avoid all the people cosplaying in Montauk as Eternal Sunshine, Spotless Mind characters. I don't know why. Because the the only context I have for that area is that movie. And so I imagine everyone going there has like dyed hair. Oh, God. It's just like, it's so the opposite. It's just like (laughs) huge. I mean, well, if you go in the fall, it's actually nice because it is not a lot of people are there. And it's, it's beautiful. Just... I mean, the site is see, it's very scenic, but at the same time, you have those huge houses. And if you go there right now, you know, Montauk can be super hectic and it's just a huge tourist destination during the summer. And it's not cozy, in my opinion, it's overpriced restaurants and all those kinds of things. But Greenport is a nice, small, cute town that you can just wander in. There's a carousel looking over the water. It's just a sweet, sweet spot. So it's a little hot tip for anyone who's going to be vacationing out there. It's near Orient Point. A lot of people think Montauk is the farthest point on Long Island, and or actually on the East Coast because it juts out. Orient Point is so it's on the Orient Point side. So, so it's like a little more historic. Good to Wonderful. Know. So yeah. it's, it's a it's a beachy area, right? Or um, is it more like is it more like kind of tumultuous and you just kind of look at the sea? It's not. Point? If you want views of the ocean, go to Montauk. But Greenport is just more, just small towns in the eastern. Uh, north side of Long Island. So you have, you're surrounded by water in that Claudio's restaurant. You're eating on the water. But if you're looking for the ocean, mm-hmm. go to Montauk. Okay. 
but still cozy shops. Like a so you get cozy that shops. Vibe. Yeah, it's like a little New England town. I'm, I'm picturing a lot of antique shops. Is there? Yeah, a lot of little antique shops, but also just small trinket shops where you go in and nothing really connects to one another. But right. they're all things that are cute to look at, and a lot of moms I think own the stores, Got so it. it's it's really, really sweet. Mom owned and operated. That's what I want to mm-hmm. hear. <laughs> yep. Sean, what's your uh, cozy location this week? Uh, my cozy location this week is the train, specifically. And I haven't taken a lot of trains in my life, but the I have recently taken the um, Amtrak Surfliner train along mm-hmm. the coast a couple Ooh. times. And in fact, I took it yesterday um, up to Carpinteria, Santa Barbara. Um, and I took it a couple weeks ago down to Newport. And... Um, it's really cozy to me. I don't know. There's something about mm-hmm. just looking out the window and going down the track and hearing kind of like the quiet murmur. It's it's very ASMR-like, to be honest, but like hearing the quiet murmur of other passengers on the train. When I went to Newport, uh, I think I was coming back from Newport and this like like kind of douchey business guy was talking on the phone in front of me, but it was sort of like relaxing to kind of eavesdrop and just mm-hmm. hear his dumb conversation and nothing else and like look out the window and uh, listen to podcasts. And it's just like, it's like kind of a guaranteed two hours or however long the train ride is to yourself. And like, uh, it's very relaxing and meditative. The time to think. Cause it's not as stressful as being on airplane or getting on a flight and that's yeah, you have yeah. more space. Yeah. Airplanes aren't cozy, but trains you have Exactly. Are. You have, you can just walk on and mm-hmm. like you have your own little space and the, you know, trip I took yesterday there was going there it was a little crowded and there was like a crying baby behind me and uh a woman uh next to me that was also tra- crying kept tra- also crying kept trying to talk to me and uh, <laughs> oh, so, no. yeah um I shut that down really quick <laughs> okay. um but yeah for the most part my experience has been very calming and cozy and relaxing yeah it is one of those spaces because I, I we had I talked in the podcast before about how I took the coast, not coastline. Yeah, it was the coastline Starline Express? Oh, Starlight or something. Starlight, yeah. something. Yeah. Something really cute sounding. Amtrak up to San Francisco. And it is one of the few places left where you can really meet strangers. Mm-hmm. Although you shut that down. You made sure that was not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, but not into that. It is, it, is, it is an interesting space because it does feel very much like a throwback. Like, oh, people aren't necessarily shut off from one another in the space. Like, you kind of are... Yeah, all together in it. It's true. It, it is different, and I mean, I, if I was in a different headspace, I maybe would have engaged with yeah. her. But because it is like it's different than a plane for some reason. I wonder if it's because it's quieter, but you're like able to have more of a conversation, or, mm-hmm. or you're you haven't just dealt with the stress of going through an airport. And uh, yeah, I, I could see how you you could meet you know the love of your life. Or it something. almost feels crazy yeah. how like little security. There I did, is for train. That's I did think true. about that, and that was not a cozy thought. But um, <laughs> no, it's yeah. I just walked on, and like eventually, someone came by to look at my ticket. But that was it. Mm-hmm. Not to give the terrorists any ideas. Uh, yeah. Now my mind's reeling. Yeah, but <laughs> it it, it was know. a little scary because like my mom and I would be like, "That's it. You just kind of just walk on to the train from the station." Like, yeah, which is nice too. It's very nice. Very, it's nice. I mean, so, very yeah. convenient. And it, I mean, yeah, I prefer I prefer that. I prefer that too. Yeah. Even even though we're risking our lives. Oh, worth it. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. <laughs> I think that brings us to our main event. Um, we're not going to go back to whispering. Okay. But we are going to talk about ASMR, which, as we discussed earlier, stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. 
which really is just this idea that you experience a tingling sensation when people get close to you or there's that whispering proximity kind of deal happening. Sean, can you kind of, since you're the ASMR enthusiast here, (laughs) can you sort of explain to us like what is ASMR? I mean, the problem is I'm not a... I'm an enthusiast, but I'm not an expert. And I like... Is anybody? Uh, I, I'm sh- <laughs> Maybe. I, it, it almost feels like a made-up term. Well, I that, was like, reading an article, like, there's no science to debunk it mm-hmm. or to support mm-hmm. it. It's just sort of like this in-between area. It's like, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess, I guess maybe a better question is, like, do you experience that tingling? Like, do you feel it? Yes, I do. Yeah, obviously. And uh, and I I have ever since I was a little kid. And I didn't, there was, I mean, there may not have even been a name for it then. And if there was, I certainly didn't know about it. Um, But I remember, you know, like when I would get my hair cut until to this day, like that would always give me this kind of weird, like tingling sensation in my scalp. And it was an an enjoyable feeling. And I just kind of assumed I had to wait until I got my hair cut every so often to feel that. And it was very relaxing, and I, and I know a lot of other people talk about this being uh, kind of an early experience for them too. But Bob Ross, like I would watch mm. Bob Ross, sh- his show, and uh, his calming, yeah, relaxing voice, and then coupled with the the sound of his paintbrush on the canvas was like just so peaceful and mm. relaxing and comforting. You're right; he's an ASMR icon. He is. He, he actually really, is. So know, there's he's the pioneer. So there's celebrities within the community. Would you say? Um, yeah, there, there are. I mean, just judging from, you know, doing YouTube searches and stuff, like, there's definitely, uh, well, first of all, he is, I mean, honestly, Bob Ross is, like, he, his videos pop up online for that very reason, um, and he has kind of seen, like, a godfather of ASMR, but then, yeah, there's, like, these YouTubers now that are famous for mm. their videos and have hundreds of thousands of subscribers. Do, do we, should we listen to one of the most popular YouTubers? So sure. when I was searching um, for ASMR video samples, uh, there was one person whose video had the most views. And this person's account, their, their channel is called Gentle Whispering ASMR. Okay. And the interesting thing about ASMR videos is, yes, it's about that auto, auditory stimulation, but it's also visual. Yes. There is something lost when you just listen to it because if you're watching it, their faces are really close to the camera typically. So it's very intimate in that way. But then they're also doing things like putting their hands like close to the lens. So it's like they're almost reaching out to touch you. Yes. And so I think that also kind of gives you that sort of like, like you were just describing that haircut feeling of someone like moving around your scalp and that tingling feeling you get when someone's not quite touching your head, but is close to, I think that's like, to me, the closest way of describing what ASMR feels like. Yeah. Cause is. I do feel tingling with it. Mm-hmm. So here is, here's gentle whispering ASMR from, I, I'm a, I don't know if she's the most popular YouTuber doing this, but she had the most views on this one video when I, mm-hmm. when I searched it. Look into my eyes as I'm going to be massaging your temples on each side. Helping you relax So that's gentle whispering ASMR. Well, I, you know, when you're mentioning your first experience with ASMR or 
at the barber shop where you got that first tingling feeling. When I ever got that tingling feeling, I would want it to stop. It some it makes me feel my head feel uncomfortable. I can't articulate it in the best words, but if someone would get close to me or whisper, it would just be this feeling where I'd want to it to stop. Or when are you know in how many people we go in that third eye? That mm-hmm. that tingling is even worse for me. Really? I don't know why. We're, tri- we're triggering Julian. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I don't want to. Oh about to walk out. She's, no, she's had it. I'm just curious if other people have if they're if that's also a common experience. So some people lean into the that feeling and crave that feeling, or, or people's brains respond to that tingling in different ways. Even listening to that clip that we heard, my I started to get an uncomfortable feeling. Like I feel the tingle, but it's not a good sensation to me. Yeah. And I even remember it from people who talk closely to me. I'd had this feeling in my forehead that was like, oh, just yeah. not a good tingle. It sounds like you have it. You just don't like it. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Which is like, but I never, that never occurred to me because I, I kind of assumed that people either had it and loved it and sought it out or they didn't feel anything at all. And I, I spoke to a friend about this recently and she said that like she, when I described what ASMR was, she was like, oh, I guess I do. I guess I do get that tingling sensation, but I I don't have the desire to seek it out per se. Like it's like cilantro too. I think either if you love cilantro, yeah, you that's don't a, like yeah, it. That's a good analogy. Does it depend on who's doing it? Um, because because yes. I'm I, I I kind of I get what Jillian's saying because I've had people I don't like get close to me and whisper in my ear or something like that, and I do feel that I think she's right. It's that this middle of the forehead sensation of mm-hmm. get away from me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and. And I've had that, but like when I've had, say, a cute barber who's cutting my hair, yeah, I'm much more welcoming of that proximity, and I'm like, ooh, I'm, this is a tingling sensation that I enjoy. Yeah, I mean, I, listening to that clip of gentle whispering, who I think I've heard of and seen mm-hmm. like pop up, I honestly I've never clicked on her videos. I I do prefer male. ASMR. Yeah, is there like a artist. sexual component to and this? And that is, you know, this almost feels like I'm I would almost prefer to play clips of like my favorite porn videos because it is <laughs> there's something very like yeah. intimate or like it feels like it's revealing and it does feel like porn like and listening to that clip it was like there was it, it it does it can sound sexual but I don't think for me in any ways it's not it's not sexual at all it's it's, it's just uh I don't know there's certain preferences and there and it is like I have very specific sounds that I like and like search terms that I put in and mm-hmm. um and it is giving me almost like as it's described a lot of times a brain orgasm, but it's it's not sexual per se. It's just like it it's a good sensation. I think it's hypnotic. I think that's part of people are so drawn into it. Um, yes. just because I was even most more focusing on her language. I don't know if all ASMR videos have speech. I think some of them might just be noises. Mm-hmm. But so the ones with speech, I imagine people are lulled to sleep also by that type of talking. Because in, in yoga, as they you you know you're calming down and going into um, shavasana, like they will talk like that and say, "Oh, you're now drifting off," and it does put you in a calming space. And it's that repetitive speech, I think. Yeah, people are drawn to. I think it. I think it sort of is reminiscent of like being sung a lullaby when you're a little kid. Like it's there is something. I'm sure something more scientific going on. That's just like, it's yeah. The repetitive calming voice is like making for me, making me feel safe and, um, 
and relaxed and so but there but it's true that there's there's plenty of ASMR videos that have no no talking and I actually like those a lot too. I, I almost prefer those. Um what kind of sounds? I do like hair cutting sounds that um mm. and tapping and writing and like scratching like on paper. I have some of the ASMR sound videos queued up. Do you want to listen to a few? We can talk sure. about what, what's our, what are our favorite ASMR sounds? Oh, this is so private. Which of these are cozy? Which of them are not? So, okay. So the first okay. one I'm going to play is the one that's the Twitter video of the woman who's <laughs> typing and chewing gum. Yes. Because there's a whole subsection of ASMR videos that are just people eating. Yes. And so oh. her ASMR channel is called The Chew. ASMR The Chew. So let's listen to ASMR The Chew. You, even if you haven't heard this video, you've probably seen this person on Twitter typing into on a keyboard and chewing gum. Here, here, Sounds like she's in a sewer. She's wandering around in, in pumps. Um, I like the typing sound, though. I like the typing, down, typing sound, too. Um, although I kind of get even more specific with it where I really want it to sound like someone is actually typing something. And like for her, with, with that video, for example, it, I get the sound she's just randomly typing keys and I like mm. I want the cadence of like words being typed. I want to I want the cadence of somebody who knows their home row key. Yes. That's what I want <laughs> because I feel like she's typing like she's hunting and pecking hunting, the keys. Yeah, yeah. Hunting and, pecking. and that's stressing me out in a whole another way. <laughs> so I think that's very interesting how you brought this, you know it's, it's very private what people particularly like for their ASMR. Yeah. And that it's unique to each person. It is. Some people might go wild for that. Well, we had a different reaction. Yeah. What do you think about the chewing well, thing? Because I think it's yeah. kind of revolting. Yeah. I, yeah. I do too. I mean, there's certain times where, because I've come across those and like, there's certain times, it's almost something that like I sometimes don't mind or I find revolting, but they're so popular that I'll, clearly, I mean, they do that. Somebody likes something. it. Yeah. Some people like mouth sounds. That's true. It's very interesting. You got to have some videos for the freaks. So, yes, you know. exactly. <laughs> yeah, because mostly chewing, you people get enraged when they hear someone snapping right. their gum. Yeah, smacking their gum like that. Right. So yeah, yeah. But it's, clearly, people are just getting the rocks off on it. Yeah. Like, but I don't want to, you know, no mouth, mouth sounds shaming here. But That's right. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I'm being very judgmental. <laughs> if you are someone who really loves ASMR the chew or loves those mouth sounds, then all the power to you. What I what, think, whatever, okay. whatever floats your boat, whatever tingles your scalp. Yeah. That's a good tagline for that. Because <laughs> I, now I'm starting as we're going deeper into it. I almost don't even feel comfortable talking about because it does seem so private. It is. Yeah. It's, it's sort of like an all things cozy episode of like your porn. <laughs> <laughs> what porn makes you feel cozy? Yeah. Um, Brain porn. Yeah, but it's so also so public too. It's mm. I mean, these people are not hiding their faces, and like they're um, they're gaining large followings because of it. And I, I hear people talk about it more and more. But when I first started, I would actually seek out YouTube videos Bef before there were specifically ASMR videos. Like I had to just just find a video of someone typing something, which was hard to do, and like fall asleep to that and it was it did I, I thought I was crazy I thought I had like no one else felt this thing that I felt and it certainly had no like I wouldn't even I didn't even really know how to describe it 
And I thought it was just a weird thing that happened to me. And yeah. I think over time, like with the internet, people started to kind of find each other and like talk about this thing and like, oh, I feel this too. And it's become this whole community. And I was thinking about it. When it sounds like a coming out story. Yeah, it really yeah. is. <laughs> it really yeah. is. And I'm still sort of in the process of coming out. This is a big deal for me. This <laughs> yeah. is... Thank you for, for being brave and yeah. sharing your ASMR passion <laughs> with us. Oh, I'd be interested to go on the ASMR Reddit. I'm sure they have a forum for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Sure. The... There are more sounds though. I have more sound videos. So that was chewing and typing. Let's uh, let's try on uh, tapping. Great. I did some tapping at the top of the episode. It was really good tapping. A tippy tap or top. And now we're gonna do some other tapping. This is this is from JoJo's ASMR. JoJo's ASMR tapping. There's some mouth sounds in there too. Yeah. I have to say, of the videos we've listened to so far, that one worked the best for me. Like it I, it stimulated my scalp or I got the tingles more. Do you think it from could you that. tell if it was from the tapping or from the, the talking? I think it was from the tapping. Yeah. But maybe both. I don't know. I don't think it's a good one for me to fall asleep to because it the noises paint a scene almost, or I can imagine what the person is doing in the video. So I think I would need something a lot more mundane, mm-hmm. like a typewriter. Or yeah. something like you described. The sounds, sounds that you described before are very cozy, but that's too active for me. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. It, it's I kind of have it the same thing where I need it to be. It can be a little bit more of a background noise, mm-hmm. as opposed to like someone talking to me. I did notice that he's saying the word tingle over and over again, which I've heard in other videos oh, yeah. from other <laughs> people, and it's funny to me because it's very it seems very on the nose. But yeah. But there are, there's this whole subgenre, which I, I don't really watch. I mean, it's kind of, uh, it's part of like the haircutting videos, but uh, the role-playing is... Yeah, the role-playing element. Um, I've seen videos that are like, you know, role-playing, you're being kidnapped, you're oh, going to the dentist. That is not cozy. These are not cozy feelings no. to me. The one, the one that I enjoy the most, and I'll, I'll play a clip of it in a second, is this woman who's role-playing as a mermaid. Mm-hmm. And mm. it's the most bizarre thing. We'll take a listen. Okay. Well, most of the time, mermaids don't bother with human problems. And usually becomes too dramatic, stressful. But I, um, I recognize you. Yes. You're one of my regular. And I, I really couldn't afford for you to go under. Even though I could have sold some of the things you're wearing for quite the pretty show. Anyway, you're alive and uh, you need to stay put. I, I, I don't want you to move yet. I think the funniest line in that video, if you heard it, <laughs> is that this is weird, like, supposition that, like, you're her client. She's calling you your, her client, but oh. she's a mermaid. 
And I don't want to be anyone's if, client. Yeah, like she was like wanting the shells. <laughs> it's this weird like mermaid prostitute thing going on. But oh, that goes back to like the role playing element of of these videos where it's like it still feels like a little bit sexual. sexual. But but going back to the sound one, like there's a wonderful sound one of them of of that you shared of just writing sounds, like people grading papers. Mm-hmm. Let's play that for a second. Okay. Now that one, that is a much more relaxing, I think, sound that I can actually have on and like do other things to, or, or try to fall asleep to. Yeah, me too. And it's something that I've experienced in real life before. Like, you know, someone's in the same room with me, like writing a paper or something, and mm-hmm. I and I've heard them typing or writing, and and so it feels very real to me. Mm-hmm. And it's it is something that can just be in the background. And that's a, a pretty long video too. And that is that's also like a key element for me because if I'm falling asleep, I don't know. I, if it's a 10-minute video, I might not fall asleep until minute 11, and then I have to start a new video, and it right. sort of never does the job. So so they have. that's why they're so epically long. Yeah. So what would you say someone who is new to ASMR, like how should they approach it, and what should they look for? If, the, if, they're, if they're having trouble falling asleep, like what, what would you recommend? Search ASMR on YouTube and start kind of exploring and like, Maybe start with whispering. Maybe whispering sounds are, are the thing that you like or soft, softly talking or see if anything, even if it doesn't like give you that specific tingling sensation, I would imagine that it could still be calming and relaxing, almost like white noise. Yeah, it could also really annoy you and it may not help at all. And then, and I've actually, to be honest, I haven't fallen asleep to an ASMR video in a couple months because it, it, although I enjoy it, it like, it uh it can be kind of uncomfortable to wake up with like earphones in my mm-hmm. ears and I I don't know like a good like healthy proper way to fall asleep with that sound in my ears but but yeah in terms of how ASMR is cozy how would we, why is why is ASMR cozy would you say it makes me feel sort of paid attention to and taken mm-hmm. care of and comforted like. It's, it's almost like, it's a little sad because it's like, to like, it feels like there's someone else there, not necessarily that you have to interact with, but that there, there's a presence there. Um, And it's comforting. Totally get that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like with the writing sounds, like, oh, someone's there writing and they're doing their thing. And in in, in an intimate way, they're very close to you and whispering to you. Yes. And it's a safe sound. It's a safe sound. It feels very safe. And that tingling sensation is very cozy in itself too it's like it's hard to explain but it's just it's it's not something that i would uh yeah yeah i don't know doesn't Do allow that, yeah okay, no, doesn't allow your mind to wander either i think since it's repetitive mm-hmm. sound that's it keeps point. your mind focused i think when people try to fall asleep the issue when they can is because their mind's wandering and worrying about all these different things but when you have a nice constant sound to just focus your mind on distressing i imagine yeah that's exactly it yeah you don't start like going down a rabbit hole in your brain about all the mistakes you've made in your life you can just sort of focus on this one sound and peacefully drift off i love it yeah do do you think more single people listen to asmr that's a good question (laughs) um i'm not trying to call you out sean yeah well you know what (laughs) people Um, who need that intimacy maybe (laughs) it's possibly because i desperate people it would almost be like 
I don't know. I I don't know. As someone who's not single, would you be offended if like you your partner was suddenly like listening uh, to like, some you know guy what? I'm gonna say tingle tingle tap tap tap? Sh- yeah. Not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, because you almost have that built in ASMR with someone just sort of living in your space. But um yeah, possibly. Well, I think this is a truly unique, cozy episode. And thank you, Sean, for unique. bravely sharing. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me speak my truth. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, coming out of the closet as an ASMR listener, it's, it's a... Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not a brave thing because it's, like, kind of normal, <laughs> but... <laughs> Listen... But thank I, you. I think, yeah, thank you. I may... Um, maybe I'll start a channel myself and... Get, I was just going to say, yeah. you have a very comforting... A lovely oh, voice. Thank you. You really do. Mm-hmm. I could hear. I could uh, see you reading book, book books on tape or doing that. You have a lovely, calm, very pretty voice. Nice. All right. Well, I have a new career ahead of me. Yeah, yeah you have a fan. <laughs> One subscriber done. Yeah. You, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. So go subscribe <laughs> to Sean's YouTube channel. <laughs> what would you call your ASMR channel? Oh boy. Um... The writerly ASMR. What do you <laughs> Snuggling with Sean. Sn- snuggling, snuggling with, with Sean. Snuggling uh. with Sean. Perfect. So now it's time for celebrities that call us. <laughs> who who will we pick today on celebrities that call us? I'll get us started with um, my cozy celebrity, who is Nicole Byer, who is the host. She's a comedian, but I think more famously right now, she's the host of Netflix's Nailed It. Mm-hmm. And she's pretty loud and, like, energetic, which might not seem perfectly cozy, but I think Nailed It is a really cozy show, even though it might seem a bit mean-spirited because they set up people to impossibly replicate things that professionals made and they're amateurs, so it's kind of mean-spirited in that way. But it's done in a really loving way. Like, they're not making fun of them. It's like, wow, you really tried. You got close to it. It's not... They're not making... They understand that it's not a reasonable expectation. Everyone knows why they're there. and And she's just so funny and energetic and... I, I really love her vibe, and she tries to always say something positive about what she's eating or looking at. And I think, I mean, she's always around the the local comedian circuit in L.A. She's, like, actually pretty easy to catch doing a show. Yeah. I think she has a Netflix special coming up, but I really I really love her. She's she's a really entertaining, wonderful person. So my her. cozy celebrity is Nicole Byer. It's a good one. I love I love her, too. And, I, yeah, that surprised me when you, you said her, because she's can be loud, but she's, mm-hmm. uh, she, yeah, she's a... Uh, she seems very kind. Loud doesn't necessarily mean uncozy. No. I don't know. I feel, I feel well taken care of when I'm watching her. Yeah. Like she's a friend. Uh, Sean, who's your cozy celebrity? <laughs> uh, my cozy celebrity is Ariana Grande. Okay. Yeah. So you're gay. <laughs> exactly. I'm <laughs> legally required to <laughs> say her name. Um, He's wearing bunny ears right now. <laughs> He's in a latex, ma- latex max mask with bunny ears. Yeah. I, I Listen, some, I know I, I love her music and I do find some of her music very uh, calming and cozy. But the reason why I say her name is um, she's one of the few like big celebrities I follow on Twitter. Um, I don't know why I, I don't when or why I followed her, but, but I'm kind of glad I did because every pretty consistently, I would say maybe once every other day or maybe every, every day she tweets out very simply. I love you. Oh, um, maybe it's, you know, spell, you know, maybe it's I L S SM or can we, whatever. Can we set up Sean with a date or something? I mean, he's <laughs> having a list of ASMR. He needs to oh get my God, this Arna is, Grande's wow. love and attention. <laughs> no, I think that's nice. It is yeah, nice. Yeah. It's, it, it's sort of, I kind of rolled my eyes at it the first 
few times I saw it. And then like, the, because of the repetitiveness of it, it, it and the simplicity mm-hmm. of it, it sort of is starting to grow on me and it's starting to become this welcome like oasis in the middle of the complete garbage pile that Twitter is usually. And I'm starting to believe her. Like I'm starting yeah. to think mm-hmm. that she's, first of all, she's saying it to me. She's, she's yeah, definitely, um, you know, it's kind of embarrassing that everyone else can see this tweet that she's sending to me, but, but yeah, I kind of, it, it, it feels nice to, God, I sound so sad, but it sounds, ni- it feels <laughs> nice to like, no, it is nice. No, no, but, no, you're right though. It's like, it's nice that she's loved. saying anything positive yeah. about, she's loving yeah. her fans. And it's repetitive. I love saying, we like repetitive things here. Like, yeah, no, courses, like, like nostalgia and security and predictability are, are cozy. Yeah, predictability. Yeah. What are her fans called? Oh. Arianators. Yeah, yeah. I th- you <laughs> yeah. know what? I think it is. I think it's Arianators. Oh, okay. So, so that's what you are. That's what I am. I'm gonna label you. Arianator. <laughs> um, yeah. So, <laughs> also, she's like. I mean, what do you think about the whole Pete Davidson? I, do you approve of their relationship? Um, are you gonna interrupt their wedding? It feels fast, <laughs> but um, <laughs> he seems like he's. Living on the edge. Yeah. Mm, Jillian does not approve. Well, I just think... <laughs> I, I, I think he's cute. So I think I'm, he's I'm, very funny. I like yeah. Pete... Da- I love Pete Davis. I think he's very funny. But my... I don't know if he's in the right space. It right do, yeah. It does seem like maybe they're going a little too fast. But, yeah. you know, the heart wants what it wants, I guess. And they could be together forever. Right. And, I don't know. I don't hate it. I don't yeah. hate it. Whatever. It, it's, all, it's all for our yeah. entertainment, as I guess. As long as she so. still loves me. That's right. Yeah, as long as the messages exactly. don't stop. As long as she yeah. keeps sending as much as to you. Yes. That's that's all we need. <laughs> uh, Jillian, who is your celebrity that's calming you? Don't know if I'm pronouncing his last name right, but Chris Messina. Yeah, Chris Messina from The Mindy Project. Yes. I liked him on that show because he was just a grump. And sometimes grumps can be really cozy when they're harmless oh, yeah. grumps. Mm-hmm. A nice harmless grump tends to be cozy. And I, I loved his lines on the show. And I... It sounds like sound weird, but I like actors who appear on shows you can kind of just put on in the background and go about your day. The shows are only pay attention to, but they're comforting because you can enjoy them, but also do your own thing. And they're always predictably good. And that's what Christmas, you know, was for me on the Mindy Project. But he appeared on The View the other day and he was very funny. And but without like, you know, how actors go on these shows and they really rehearse what they're going to say. He just seemed very witty and fun, and um, he's a good actor too. He was he he's appearing in Sharp Objects, I believe. So, um, but he's just someone who's just always been on the scene, and I like actors who's always been consistently on the scene, produce good work. I've said it like a thousand times, but that's usually my go-to workhorses. For co- workhorses. I like those workhorses. Reliable. Reliable, and he just seems like a funny, good-natured person and i liked his grump character he also just seems like i mean he's in so many things i just feel like he must be really easy to work with yes i just infer when i see an actor in like a ton of movies and a ton of tv shows people want him on set probably because he's nice and reliable and and that he gives that energy off yeah and the roles he plays even when he's kind of playing a jerk because he like i remember in the newsroom his character is not like likable necessarily but you kind of can't help but like him because He's so many other things that are nice. I don't know. Yeah, he's. I get those, it. Yeah, I like those harmless grumps. Harmless grumps. I love that. He that that is that is a a celebrity that will calm everyone. I think <laughs> that's my ASMR channel name. Actually, yeah, I like harmless <laughs> grumps. <laughs> Perfect. We're, we're the, so many brilliant ideas are happening because of this podcast. We're just spitballing. Um, yeah, check out harmless grump ASMR um, coming to YouTube very shortly. Okay, and that brings us to our final segment, which is the candle review. Today we are burning P. 
PF Candle Company's Teakwood and Tobacco Candle. It's a local Californian company. It's a soy candle. The jar is like kind of like a brown mason jar looking type. It's like a can jar. It's glass. And yeah, so Teakwood and Tobacco. What are we getting from the scent? What do we think? Not much. Yeah. It's um, very subtle. It's very light. Yeah, I love tobacco scented candles, but I'm not getting that. Tobacco should be strong. Am scented. I allowed to put it next to my face? Of course. Or? Yeah, okay. go ahead and, dip, you know. Dip your little nose in it. Don't, don't burn your fingers. Yeah. Oh, it's hot. Mm, yeah. It smells good when you get close to yeah, it. Yeah, it, it does. But it doesn't really have a lot of throw. It's like the the radius of scent is just like in a like a, like a one-foot radius around the candle be a good bathroom candle perhaps. good bath yeah i think it would really fill a small space nicely but in a larger room it's not quite doing the job and it's a to be honest the price is a bit too hefty for me to like recommend it because it, it just it's it's a 20 dollar candle oh, oh yeah it's very tiny large. and again this all the elements are there I, I like the scent a lot it's a great scent but i just wish it actually filled the room a bit more zero yeah. wicks i think it's a scam zero wicks Wow. Well, you know what? Jillian's coming out guns a-blazing <laughs> for this candle. She hates I, this candle. I'm usually not guns a-blazing. I always usually at least give a 0.5. Right. But my feelings are, for $20, you're being a bigger candle mm-hmm. with a bigger throw. I agree. I do think, though, I'd like the scent when I get close to it, so I'm going to give it half a wick. Okay. I Can I give a quarter wick? Sure. I mean, because the, the price there are does no throw me off. Segment. Okay, yeah. all right. I shouldn't have um, said the price. Maybe that maybe that threw off your judgment. Well, because of the I do, I do. the The scent is pleasant when you get close to it, and I I like the look of it a lot. It's like very simple, and um, yeah, it it sort of has a nice warm glow to it. Yeah, I like the light it gives off too. Yeah. So point seven five ah. wicks out of three, not oh, wow. a great score. Wow. But PF Candle Company, please take our notes and make a better <laughs> teakwood and tobacco candle. Yeah. All right, that about does it for our episode today. Thank you so much, Sean, for yeah, joining thanks. us. Oh, of course, it's your intimate ASMR experiences <laughs> um, were really wonderful. Thank you for kind of introducing us to ASMR, taking us down that road, and yeah, pioneering hopefully. a new cozy experience for everybody. <laughs> yeah, thanks. You, thank you for having me. It was uh, it was very nice to talk about it out loud for once. And, <laughs> loud um, and proud. Loud and proud. We're here. We're <laughs> ASMR listeners. Um, so what? How can people find you if they want to follow up with you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at the Sean Brewster, the uh, one and only. Yes, at the Sean Brewster, at the Sean Brewster, and uh, on Instagram at just Sean Brewster. Um, drop the article. Drop the article. Um, I'm only. I'm, it's implied on yeah. Instagram. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Great. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sean is a really funny Twitter presence. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So def- follow him. He's a great follow. You'll, you will not regret it. Please Got do. a new follow from me. <laughs> Soon. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> not this moment. Yeah. And then for us, you can find us at All Things Cozy Podcast on Instagram. On our group. And our group on Facebook. Um, our group is growing steadily. One thing we need more of, though, guys, is reviews on iTunes. We kind of hit a wall. So we a haven't wall. had a new review in a month. Right? And I, I just really, we really want to hear from you. Please hop onto iTunes, give us a rating and a review. We'd really appreciate it. It helps other people find our podcasts and, you know, That's true. keeps it going. So please do that when you get a chance. We'd greatly, greatly appreciate it. Follow us again on Instagram and Facebook and join our Facebook group. And, you know, go listen to ASMR. You can listen to the, the top of this episode and relax and fall asleep. Yeah. 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 Enjoy it. So, um, 
Stay.